wouldn't it just be great? He's just like, oh no, I'm disarmed. That's what you think. And he just fucking eye lasers somebody. Okay, I'm talking about eye lasers too much. So let, let's get, <laughs> I let's just get had back. A, I just had a visual of Rat Trap with no arms being all like, man, I'm disarmed. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to have me at a disadvantage. <laughs> and then he just eye lasers everyone. Too much energy. fellow Cybertronians, welcome back to Too Much Energon, the weekly podcast where we review every episode of Beast Wars ever in production order, starting from the beginning. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I'm your other host, NeoCal. Howdy doody, Cal. Hi, doody, pretty fine. I liked this episode gotta tell you yeah we're just diving right into it hey yeah i gotta say this is probably my f- not no not probably this is definitely my favorite episode so far this is the most amount of notes i've taken on anything in my life <laughs> uh me too and i went to university how irresponsible is that <laughs> so <laughs> this week on too much energon we are reviewing the seventh episode in production order which was the eighth episode in u.s broadcast order and fuck me but i can't remember when exactly it aired in canada so i'm sure it did oh it it definitely did i just can't remember when so we're just and it's called double jeopardy yes it's called double jeopardy uh this is a very important episode because it introduces a character who becomes quite vital to the series going forward so yeah the episode wastes no time we get started with a stasis pod once again breaking orbit and crashing down into the planet uh this time unlike the last stasis pod uh which was the one that from the episode fallen comrades that introduced tigatron to the series this time as the stasis pod is coming in we actually get a glimpse of the protoform robot oh yeah yeah you get kind of like a a three second like glimpse of them and they're just kind of like very neutral like they're just neutral colored neutral they don't have a not that any of them really do well except the new one uh, a gender <laughs> but yeah it's just kind of like a blank template robot which is kind of cool although its face does have features that are evocative of how this character will look oh do they have the high cheekbones and the and the eyes yeah oh okay yeah yeah i should have i should have enhanced and, <laughs> enhanced and double enhanced, enhanced and, and got a closer look you so it does they do kind of look like the Transformer that is about to be in the episode. Yeah. Oh, inter- interesting. From there, we cut to Optimus and Dinobot walking in a snowy little ravine. with Almost a- like near a glacier? Or yeah. something weird? Yeah, there's some kind of like glacial cliff in front of them. Or not cliff, uh... Well, the bottom of a cliffside in front of them. Yeah, it, it almost looks like it was a waterfall at some point, but it froze <laughs> mid mid waterfall. Yeah, uh, Dinobots bitching about the cold. And... Yeah, he likes this cold. My servo fluids are within two degrees of crystallization. <laughs> uh, so servo fluids are a thing. Yeah, servo fluids are a thing. I don't even know what that means, really. <laughs> I. Uh, it's an interesting way of saying 
that uh, he's he's about to freeze. He yeah. knows like, he's exactly within two degrees of crystallization. Yeah, but what it, like what is servo fluid? Is it just? I'm assuming it's supposed to be his blood, although it's transformer blood. Although in last week's episode, the web Cheetor refers to his blood as mech fluid. You seem to think that there's some sort of uh, relationship, verbal relationship between the writers <laughs> of one episode and the writers of another. Mech fluid, servo fluid. Well, and... Uh, or maybe they are different. Well, and time is a thing that is expressed differently from episode to episode. Like, sometimes they say seconds, sometimes they say nanocycles, sometimes they say minutes, sometimes they say cycles, etc. Et that is true, yeah, they do say that. Yeah, it gets... Uh, nanocycles. What is a nanocycle? Is that a real thing? Uh, well, it's it's a thing from the show. <laughs> I, I I don't know that it's an actual thing, as with most Some... things in the show. <laughs> but they they def when it comes to distances, I think they do use kilometers. They're metric. Optimus Primal says clicks a lot. Yeah, I noticed that. Which is, I think a click is a kilometer. Yeah, I think that's just slang for a kilometer. Yeah, I, I do remember, uh, have you ever seen the movie Evolution with David Duchovny and Julianne Moore, Sean William Scott? Is that where they use head and shoulders? <laughs> yes, it is. To beat the... Wow. Yeah. I had to dive into the recesses of my buried subconscious <laughs> to pull that out. So I love that movie. Like, It's a movie not a lot of people remember, and it didn't really make much of a splash when it came out, but I love that movie. Um, but late in the uh, in the movie, when they um, when they're uh, riding on the the fire truck filled with head and shoulders to uh, shampoo the alien to death, that's all I remember. <laughs> by the way, um, uh, Is it what sponsored by Head and Shoulders? It ends with a Head and Shoulders commercial. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That explains a lot. Um, so yeah, one character at one point is like, oh, how long till we reach the alien? And another character is like, oh, we're about uh, three clicks away. And then David Coveney is like, clicks? What are you, in Nam? What so are you, in Nam? Yeah, Vietnam. Did Americans use metric while they were in Vietnam? I don't know. But the point is, is anytime, <laughs> I, anytime I hear anyone refer to a kilometer as clicks, it always just makes me think of that line from that movie. Wow, you and only you. <laughs> yeah, me and only me. As with, as with a lot of things. As with the barely anybody that watched or remembered that. Along with uh, this show that we're reviewing right now. <laughs> so speaking of which... I'm sure our show is getting at least half as many views as the evolution did. <laughs> uh, I would hope. <laughs> so, oh then therefore, we have three listeners. Yes. <laughs> and they're all in Turkey. Yes. <laughs> they're all in Turkey. <laughs> Uh, uh, so Optimus is like, where is it? You, it it's not here. And Rat Trap says, well, if so, it was a snake, it'd bite ya. Yeah, so uh, Rat Trap's back at the maximal base. They radio him, and they're like, where is the stasis pod? Uh, uh, we don't see it. And Rat Trap, like you said, is like, eh, if it was a snake, it would bite ya. Hey, you should be within a few feet of it. And then uh, Optimus and Dinobot look around, and then Optimus looks up at the top of this cliffside and sees the stasis pod hanging over the edge. And he's like, we're within a few feet of it, horizontally. 
Vertically is, remind an vertically yeah, is vertical. another story. <laughs> Which that reminds me of like mini maps in like video games yeah. when you're like hunting for something on like the the little mini map HUD and you're like what the heck it's like right here oh but it's in like an under man Far Cry Far Cry is like that oh, oh boy if you are have OCD and you have to get all the collectibles go play Far Cry three <laughs> right the map in Control which is a game I love and I believe I've talked about it on this podcast. Yeah. Control has an infuriating map. <laughs> because it's like, it will be like, oh, go to this area. And like, you'll go to the, like, you'll follow along on the map. And it's like, there's no fucking door here. And then it'll turn out that you have to go, like, this other, like, completely roundabout way that will take you to the other side of this area. And when you clear that area, you can open the door that will connect with the original point that you started at knowing that i bet it will help me when i play <laughs> oh i see i know that and it still frustrates me oh jeez. yeah uh so waspinator and terrorsaur show up they do they, well, they one immediately of them, one say of them something. actually is a bug <laughs> <laughs> what i think terrorsaur says something creepy i don't really remember he says something very I thought, you, I thought you took notes man i did on like but i couldn't take notes for the entirety of <laughs> The episode, just like the the little rants and like the very interesting parts. But he says something okay, creepy so, and so if that if that one listener who's like really pissed off at us like every single episode with the script for each episode in hand on please, pa printed paper. On on printed paper with like like bound with brass fasteners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, send us send us uh, PDF scans of the the scripts, and we'll we'll do we'll do better at remembering the dialogue verbatim. Yeah, send send us the scripts. So Wasp for every single episode. So, yeah, so they show up. So they I think they show up. They say some bullshit, and they transform. <laughs> and, start... and at this point, I think it's like Dinobot or Optimus are like, oh, it it's an ambush or uh, we were Di set up. Uh, in some foreshadowing, Dinobot says. We are betrayed. Ah, uh, so already, already, Dinobot is suspecting shenanigans. Yeah. So he's like, "We are betrayed," and then Optimus is like, "Maximize," and they both transform. And then Scorponok shows up. Oh yeah, he's just there on the side. Dinobot gets uh, shot in the shoulder by. Yeah, you actually Terrasaur. see men. The yeah, the the animators have fun with damaging the robots. I think they're a lot better this far in. Yeah. And, like, chunks of, like, Dinobot chest slash shoulder are kind of off. Yeah. And he's, like, burnt. Yeah. And so Scorponok fires a missile at the ice cliff behind them, and chunks of ice and snow start falling on them and yeah, smush, kinda buries them. And smush them in a hilarious fashion and if you watch I took notice of this if you watch Dinobot actually just like falls down before the snow even lands on him <laughs> well he's preparing his body <laughs> to take the least amount of damage so what you're saying sure. is his body is ready his body is ready. <laughs> Scorponok buries them in ice. Presumably ice. It acts like snow later. Yeah. Uh, but when they're buried, it cuts to Pterosaur. And he's all like, the pod is my trophy. Yeah. <laughs> and then we look over and see Waspinator already fucking off carrying it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the one, like, fucking off, carrying it back to base. And then and I think... 
Op- Optimus like breaks out of like the ice and snow. He does, yeah, and he takes to the air and is all like, "That pod is maximal property," and he's about to shoot Waspinator, but he gets shot in the back by Pterosaur, who is yeah, Pterosaur's like, right behind him. Yeah, who is all like, "Which the Predacons will gladly steal." Yep, and then um, oh, but right before, right after Optimus breaks out and he goes into kind of like flight mode it shows um scorponaut grinning aiming a missile at optimus and that's when dinobot breaks out of like the snow and ice and shakes his head oh and he angrily his eyes glow and he lasers scorponaut and he just like nails him fucking eye like, takes him like right out and i'm like fuck right <laughs> didn't even have his arms out <laughs> didn't even have to do didn't even literally didn't even have to lift a finger to fuck exactly. the motherfucker up. And he's like exploded. Like he he hit him hard. He's like not moving. And so you're like, oh, yeah, that that's nice. But yep, there's still Pterosaur and he shoots Optimus who kind of like yells and falls to the ground beside Dinobot. And he's on fire. Like wow, yeah. the animators had fun with this. Yeah, and like his battle damage actually looks pretty good, and so does the the fire effect, especially for 1996 CGI. I was actually impressed with the fire. I was like, "Wow, good good job, animators! That that looks like he's on fire." So we cut back to the Maximal base. The Maximals are gathered around their little computer table thingy, and Optimus is pissed. Yup. Oh, he pissed. Optimus is pissed. And he mentions that this is the third straight operation in a row that's been ambushed by the Predacons. And Cheetor is all like, oh, almost like someone ratted us out or something along those lines. And Rattrap's just like, hey! Yeah, he turns around and he kind of like comically like puts up his hands. And he's like, oh, just figure, what does he say, a figure of speech or? Yeah, figuratively speaking or something like that. Yeah, figuratively speaking. And then the wheels start turning in Dinobot's head and he's all like, hmm, well it was Rattrap who led us into the boxed canyon. But I mean, he led them there because that's literally where the protoform pod was. Yeah. So, I mean, he did exactly like trick them and like lead them there. But you could make the argument that he could have led them a different direction that wouldn't so they were ta- in the canyon that maybe? wouldn't have taken them into the canyon that would have actually taken them to the top of the cliffside where the pod actually was that that's true oh speaking now that you said canyon i remember the bullshit pterosaur said he oh. said oh it looks like we got some maximals trapped in a box it's time to close the lid <laughs> <laughs> oh. i don't know why that that just popped up into my head and i'm like Good, good one. <laughs> and uh, technically, they won that battle and they escaped with the stasis pods. So. Oh, they definitely won. They they kicked them. They kicked Optimus and Dinobot's asses in that. Scene. Yeah, yeah. They should have brought more. Yeah. Curious they, why they, they didn't. They really. Actually. They all really got to work on getting those eye lasers. Right. <laughs> hey, if so, it, it has shown multiple times up, up to this point that at will, any of the Transformers can change their symbol. From maximal Predacon or vice versa. Yeah, we can actually you give yourself eye lasers <laughs> if you change your symbol to Predacon, <laughs> or is uh, that something that you need to have already? You you have to, but you have to sacrifice some other part of yourself. Your conscience. <laughs> your dignity. <laughs> Both. 
Uh, good thing Rattrap lost both of those things a long time ago. Wouldn't it be interesting if it was like episode like 20, his like, what's it called, Ace in the Sleeve? A- was... Ace in the Hole? Ace in the Hole, thank you. Um, I was thinking of literally cheating with an ace up your <laughs> sleeve. Um, the, his ace in the hole is that hey, he has hey, eye I, lasers the whole I, time. I have watched Maverick many times in my life, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, you get it. <laughs> so Rhinox and Cheetor uh, think that uh, Dinobot's suggestion that Rattrap is a traitor. Yeah, is bullshit. That's, that's ridiculous. And Optimus is like, well, I'm not so sure. And Rhinox is all like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Taking a, a a play from Mega or a cue from Megatron's playbook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's they're very surprised that Optimus is suspecting Rat Trap. And really so am I, because it's like, if anyone's gonna be a traitor, like Rat Trap, really? Like, I, I get Rat Trap like turning his back on the Maximals, but I do I don't see him doing it to join the Predacons. N- no, exactly. Like he, I could see him be- being pulling a Tigatron <laughs> and like fucking off. <laughs> man, fuck you guys! I'm, I'm going to eat some garbage. I'm going back to Joycey. <laughs> <laughs> to Robot Joycey. <laughs> so Optimus uh, tells Rattrap that he wants to have a word with him in private. In private, yeah, but don't they just kind of walk to the other side of the room? <laughs> no, it just it just cuts away to a... Oh, uh, you're right. It doesn't show us the private conversation. Yeah, so it cuts to the uh, the Predacon base, and we see a DNA sequencer launch into the air and send out a purple wave scanning life forms. It ends up scanning a, a Black Widow spider. Uh, that yeah, is in, Megatron that is, says something about, like, hurry up and search for life. Yeah, and Tarantulas is basically all like, oh, the uh, the new... Uh, uh, he says, the... I have it written, <laughs> written down Okay. Here. He says, lovely. Weird word for him. Lovely. Scanning, replication, and programming are complete. The new Predacon form is everything we could desire. Meet. <laughs> Black Arachnia! Yeah, he says, the new Predacon form is everything we could desire in, like, the creepiest fucking way. Yeah, actually, he says, he makes another comment, like, directly to Black... I'll, I'll talk about it more when we get there, but, like, I love her reaction to it. Oh, yeah, he, he's a creepy dude. Who, <laughs> he is. My, my partner watched this uh, with me, and, and she was like, did, did Tarantulas just try to make himself a girlfriend? And yeah. I'm like... It's weird, weird science style. Yeah, yeah, he's creepy. That's basically <laughs> what he did. Yeah, he he turned he basically turned this protoform into something uh, bonerific for himself. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of Megatron immediately calls him on that. Yeah, yeah, he's all like, so, "Oh, I suggest well, b- you- before that it, it kind of shows Black Arachnia come out." Oh yeah, and she goes Black Arachnia terrorize, and she's got like a gravelly, like feminine voice. I've always, she... ha- I've always hated the way, and she does it several times throughout the show. I've always hated the way she says Black Arachnia terrorize, and I still hate it. Oh, I, <laughs> I'm fine, fine with it. Is Black... it too sexy for you? No, it's just she kind of. She kind of almost squeals at the beginning of saying the word terrorize. She's like, Black Arachnia, terrorize. Terrorize. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I doesn't I, do it for you, does it for some other people. <laughs> 
<laughs> and tarantulas oh but after she um she's in the background and she's like stretching and like doing karate or like tai chi kind of like getting used to her like predacon form and tarantula says oh be still my spinnerets i i will i i would like to point out that watching this episode when i was 11 years old this was one of the first times i ever noticed boobs on a character i think this is the first time that many young boys <laughs> noticed boobs because her let's talk about her form real quick she's gold and black okay yep and it's not like she has, like, an area where the, her chest is, like, bigger and it's still robot-like. She has straight-up chromatic, golden, individual breasts. Yeah. Naked robot, just right fucking there, pointy on the <laughs> nipple end and, like, fucking everything. And I think they have a, a, a very hard-to-see or web decal going off of them or something uh, like that. It's not web, it's spider legs. Oh, is that what it is? I'm actually looking at a picture of her right now. <laughs> and I'm like, man, this was a lot of people's first fap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong! <laughs> you're like, it was mine, damn it! <laughs> I think I speak for everyone <laughs> when, I, when I say this is a, this is a lot of young probably some girls too but a lot of young boys realizing that they liked boobs hey like i said um and uh yep she's uh yeah and, and she's there and tarantula says oh be still my spinnerets whatever ugh. the fuck that means <laughs> which is kind of creepier than saying yeah that's ugh, yeah it's it, you're supposed to go uh, i think that's more gross when you're an adult, <laughs> you go and watch this. Because when you're a kid, you're like, Haha, spinnerets is where the spiders like shoot their web from. And when you're an adult, you're like, spinnerets are where spiders shoot their web from. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> you just said, oh, how she tickles my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also, too, that we're watching this show in 2020. Not just as a as adults but we're watching this show in 2020 and like as a society in general we've come to to realize that like making comments like that to women not really appropriate was that supposed to be like for kids you're gonna think oh be still my beating heart yeah but like as an adult you're like spinnerets shoot web <laughs> like basically he's got a, a huge anyways he's his weird science he's basically his weird science, he's basically uh... saying oh man i have such a boner yeah yeah <laughs> and his weird science creation. So he made he made himself a hot girlfriend. Congratulations! And uh, Megatron immediately is like, "Hmm, Tarantulas. I suspect an ulterior motive behind your beast form selection. However, I'm sure that Miss Arachnia shall make an excellent Predacon. Yes. Thank you, Maximals, for the protoform gift. Haha. <laughs> you do you do a better Megatron, but." It's interesting that he immediately calls Tarantulas out. Yeah. But then he's like, oh, but I'm sure... I think he says Miss Arachnia. I actually rewound like three times. He does say he Miss might... Arachnia, yeah. Does he say? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that Miss Arachnia shall make an excellent Predacon. 
Yes. I watched this episode twice. I watched it uh, a couple days ago, and I watched it just a few hours ago now, so... Yeah, I, I watched it twice, but the first time, I remember my partner walking into the room and being like, I thought, are you watching this again? And I'm like, no. And she was like, oh, well, you were taking notes like an hour ago. And I'm like, I'm, I'm still taking notes. <laughs> so I, I rewound all the interesting parts to make sure I got it like verbatim, because like you had said earlier, this is your favorite episode. This is, based on my note-taking, uh, definitely one of my my favorites too and what i like about the show so far, i think it's my favorite thus far it's thus far that's what i mean yeah and what's interesting about that too is like i think back on like what my favorite episodes were from the first season when i was a kid and they're not really the episodes that i have ended up really liking watching this now as an adult they're not the same episodes Hmm. i don't remember enough of it because i didn't watch it episode to episode Mm-hmm. To have my like favorites, but I do remember liking Cheetor and Tigatron, but that was me liking like rambunctious. Also, me liking cats, apparently. Um, me liking the rambunctious types of characters that young boys tend to seem to like. Yeah, and as I've mentioned, I really liked Megatron and Dinobot, and I still really like Megatron and Dinobot. Although mm-hmm. I I actually really like Optimus now. Like I used to find him uh, kind of milk toast. I yeah I oh. used to find him kind of milk toast when I was a kid. I oh. didn't know that term back then. You that's... just used milk toast in a sentence. Yes, Aren't yes, you I fancy did. as fuck. <laughs> um, I know what you mean. Yeah, he's kind of like I am default leader. But again, especially with this episode. Actually, he's fucking clever, <laughs> and he's smart, mm-hmm. and I like him way more now that we're rewatching it. So we're back at the Maximals, the, right? Yeah, we're back at the Maximal base. Optimus and Rattrap are arguing, and Rattrap is all like, "Get scrapped, Optimus! You think I'm working for the Preds?" And he kind of like pushes him a little, yeah, or like kind of like you know schoolyard kind of not serious but still fronting, kind of like pushes him away from him. Yeah, so Optimus is like, Rattrap's loyalty has been called into question, so we're going to send him out into the field to look for Energon in Sector 12, I think it was? Yeah, Sector 12, and like, Cheetor's eyes light up, and he's like, what? Sector 12? The lava pit? The lava pit is just like one big Energon storm. It's one big Energon storm, and then one of them, Rhinox or Cheetor, is I th- like, I think and it's that's Rhinox. right next. It's right next to the Predacon base. Yeah, he uh, Rhinox mentions that it's within uh, weapons range of the Predacon ship. Oh, weapons range. That's right. Yeah, which means it's oh, a death wait, sentence. Hold up. Cheetor says that it's a death sentence. Yeah, hold up. Weapons range. Does the dark side, the Predacon ship, have automated weapons? Well, presumably, yeah. Why didn't they use it when the Anyways, I guess we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good oh, point. Oh, I yeah, I I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. It's a little little bit of a plot hole. Maybe they're not automated. Maybe you need to man them. Maybe like they're yeah. they're longer range because it's a spacecraft, right? Yeah. So maybe they can hit something like you know half a kilometer to two kilometers away, but everything really up close, it's kind of can't target. 
small close proximity targets but anyways instead of uh hypothesizing about the predacon weapons range yeah optimus decides to send rat trap on this like weird mission to the lava pits sector 12 yeah when uh cheetor is all like it's a death sentence optimus is like think of it as a test of loyalty and then rat trap is like "Eh, whatever i'm gonna blow this taco stand i i can't actually (laughs) think of what he said (laughs) but he um he transforms into his beast mode yeah he's all he says something along the lines of like oh thanks a lot comrades or something like that yeah and then transforms into his beast mode and kind of like just wanders off or presumably to go do the mission uh so we jump ahead to him in sector 12 uh the black and red lava pits right outside the predacon base he's in beast form uh hobbling around and he radios in to the maximal ship he okay he does come on writers he radios in to the maximal base but sector 12 is crawling with radiation like Cheetor said earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's two problems with this. <laughs> one, one is the show has established when there's large amounts of energon, you can't use your communication devices. Yeah. Two, the range is far outside their like standard communication range. And he's breaking both of those rules, and he's radioing base from this distance and around this much energon. Bravo. So I feel like the... <laughs> I did not I did not even think about that when I was watching. That is, that is my... I, I don't want to be that guy, but that is my that guy moment <laughs> of this episode, is that he should not have been able to... Um, maybe if they were close if they were um they could use proximity radios but he shouldn't be able to radio back to base and it has established multiple times yeah throughout it's, multiple episodes yeah, that several this should episodes. be impossible yeah in yeah. several episodes so i'm i'm just saying i'm just saying i i don't know maybe different writers for different episodes i don't know what's going on but that the whole point of cheetor setting up those relays was so that they could have long range uh, communications and yeah. that failed those were all destroyed yeah mm. and rhinox also built that uh arm, arm band? that arm yeah that armband thing the the ipod nano um, <laughs> <laughs> which was destroyed by cheetor <laughs> and optimus said rhinox spent a month working on that and the materials um can't be replicated yeah, they didn't didn't have the components to make another one. So one, Cheetor fucks everything up, and two, <laughs> uh, Rat Trap should not be radioing the maximal base from the uh, Sector Twelve Predacon. That's my area. journalist moment, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now you Every... are now you are a legitimate journalism. <laughs> I I am. I, that's my one. Everybody gets one. <laughs> that's that's my one detail that I noticed. Uh, so, do you remember what Rat Trap said when he radioed Optimus? <laughs> uh, he says, uh, "There's nothing out here, but man, that guy with the script in front of him is like red faced." <laughs> <laughs> they claim to be the, <laughs> they claim to be the the eminent beast wars podcast but they don't know nothing uh, he he says there there's nothing we are only we are we are one of only two beast wars podcasts in existence so <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even know there was another one but of there course was. there is. I, I didn't know until after we started this podcast, but I looked it up and it's like, yes, there is literally one other. There, There is one other. It is not currently going. 
Oh, so we don't have any competition unless we, theirs is we, much better. <laughs> we, we, I, I'm sure it probably is. <laughs> but we have a couple of five star ratings on iTunes, and they don't have any star ratings on iTunes. So, ooh, ooh. yeah, ooh. <laughs> called out. <laughs> so, I'm Take sure that other podcast. <laughs> I'm sure they they are lovely people. I'm not going to say their name because I don't want to plug them. Well, there you go. Uh, so, if guy with script is listening, if you could send <laughs> us those PDFs. <laughs> That would make our job easier because, oddly enough, there's just fragments of the scripts on the show, like here or there at any given random website, which is full of spyware. So whatever Rat Trap says in this communique, uh, we cut over to the Predacon base and see that uh, Megatron and Pterosaur are intercepting this communication somehow. They're on one of those little computers that, like, hang from the ceiling, and they're listening, and they say something about code-breaking? Yes. Yes, Yes. Megatron makes mention of, like, the maximal code-breaker or something like that. Uh, So he sends Pterosaur off to uh, deal with Rattrap. So Pterosaur transforms and flies away, and immediately goes to intercept rat trap and in beast form he he does this weird like kamikaze dive like right into rat trap or is it a calculated air to ground strike <laughs> much well, like a, a pterodactyl would do in real life or a bird would do in real life well well wouldn't birds or pterodactyls I mean, who knows what a pterodactyl would really do? <laughs> they're an extinct species. Um, Assuming they're like birds, they, ass- that's how they attack vermin, right? They they swoop in from behind them and catch them unawares, which is, which is what uh, pterosaur does here. But don't don't birds usually pick them up and carry them? Well, yes, but rat trap is a particularly large vermin. <laughs> <laughs> so he dive bombs rat trap, knocks knock, rat trap. He just knocks over. him over. Yeah, yeah, he just knocks him over. And Rat Trap's all like, Rat Trap Maximize. One of the rare occasions where Rat Trap actually uses his activation code. Yeah, this, uh, he, well, Pterosaur terrorizes first. And again, script is angry, but uh, he says some bullshit to, to Rat Trap. Yeah. And while he's being fired upon, Pterosaur terrorizes first. Because yeah. he says some bullshit to to rat trap and then he starts shooting him and i what i was saying is how nice it is for them to miss and let the other side often transform regardless of who's shooting at who they always seem to have time to say um like rat trap maximize and they're like energy blasts like going left and right of him yeah it's it it's just so courteous you know which is funny because there's a part in this episode where the first time ever where they break that code and i'll I'll mention it when we get there but it's the first time ever where someone's interrupted transforming that happens later in the show and i was really intrigued by it yeah Yeah. that actually cracked me up when it happened it's a very funny moment it it is yeah (laughs) um pterosaur it's a very um, fuck you moment. Yeah, and it, it surprises me because it breaks that whole, like, roll call where they allow each other to transform and, and duke it out. Yeah. Uh, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Pterosaur, he's got pink eye lasers. 
And let yep. me tell you, he shoots at the ground <laughs> where Rat Trap is, and they, it slowly goes upwards, <laughs> very slowly. Like I've seen Rat Trap dodge much faster moving things. <laughs> and when it reaches Rat Trap's feet, he's not sure how to react. The eye lasers explode at his feet and send Rat Trap flying. Yes, and then so yeah. Pterosaur... And then he eye lasers... Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, There, there's this weird, like, uh, stone arc. Yeah, kind of like an arc in the lava pits. Yeah, yeah, above Rat Trap. And so Pterosaur eye lasers one side of it, which breaks it, and so it comes tumbling down. And it's I'm just... telling you, eye lasers... <laughs> eye lasers are the... Eye lasers are the tool that we need. <laughs> eye, eye lasers are the ultimate trump card in the uh, Beast Wars. They can do everything. Yeah, so it comes tumbling down. It's about to fall on Rat Trap. Rat Trap sees this and action rolls out of the way. <laughs> or, yep. Not an action. It's not an action roll. It's more like um, Old Snake in Metal Gear Solid Four. Uh, actually, uh, in the episode Fallen Comrades, it's the exact same thing that, Dino does that Dinobot does. Yeah. Side to side roll. So just doing a basically a stop, drop, and roll yep. type thing. And uh, he gets out of the way just in time. Just in time. Uh, Pterosaur lands and puts his gun to Rat Trap's face. Yeah, um, during the roll or the crash of the rock as it almost hit him, he must... Rat Trap must have dropped his gun because it's like right beside him on the ground. And but yeah, Pterosaur's got him. He's like point blank, like pointing a gun at him. Yeah. So Pterosaur has yeah has a gun to him and says some bullshit. And he says all, some bullshit. And, and he's he, like he's all like prepare for prepare for to be destroyed or something like that. Yeah, prepare for termination or something. Which I'm like, how do you really prepare for something like that, especially on such short notice? It's like, it's Clench. like, <laughs> it's, Clench your butt. it's like, it's like, man, like I don't even have time to like call anyone or make any kind of arrangements or. Hey, uh, do you mind if I do some prayers and make a few phone calls? <laughs> yeah, just just want to make sure that uh, they uh, they got my my uh, my coffin right, you know. Yeah, I wanted to be uh I wanted to be filled with garbage. I, I, I wanted one made out of transparent aluminum, but I just wanted to make sure that's what they go with. Fill so. it with garbage. Just to the brim. Uh Ratra instead of like pleading to make funeral arrangements uh before his untimely demise, uh Rattrap actually says, Wait, I beg for mercy. We cut back to the Maximal ship and the Maximals are listening to this conversation. Yeah, Rhinox earlier had said something like, he's been captured and his comm link is still on. Yeah. So when Rattrap is like, wait, I beg for mercy, Rhinox again is again is like, what? Yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> How dare you die honorably. Damn it! How dare you weasel your way? Out See, of that's death. what I was thinking in this uh, when, I, when I was watching this earlier. I'm like, what is he like? Someone has a gun to your face. <laughs> hey, uh, you want your dick sucked? Uh, you want your laundry done? What you, what, what can, we, can we work something out here? <laughs> it's like, yeah, someone has like a gun to your face, and it's like, I beg for mer like, of course you're gonna be like, hey, don't shoot. What do you need from me? I don't want to get shot. 
Like, why would why would anyone be surprised that someone that's why pleads for their life? response was like, oh no, how dare he? Like, like that's an act of being a traitor in of itself. Yeah, begging just, not to die, just not wanting to die. <laughs> How dare you? That that's a very Dinobot like <laughs> moment of Rhinox. He's how, like, how dare you, good sir? He's like insulted that, <laughs> that Rat Trap would beg for his life. And then so Pterosaur is like, mercy. Yeah, he's like, mercy on what terms? Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. And right, Rat Trap says some like some negotiation type bullshit. I don't remember exactly what he said word for word. Um, but yeah, it kind of cuts to the Maximals, and they're all like, oh, no way. And Pterosaur says, hmm. Ter- okay, so Pterosaur said, what he says here, I remember, because I thought it was hilarious. He was like, all right, I accept in exchange for special considerations. Which Special considerations. Yeah, which kind of made me laugh, because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so does does he want his dick sucked? <laughs> I mean, no one wants to suck his dick. <laughs> um, so we're, we we cut back to the maximal ship uh, again, and through the calm, Rattrap is like, "Yeah, all right, I'll do whatever you want. I'll do whatever I'll, you say. I'll even become a Predacon." even become a Predacon. And that's when, like, the music kind of, like, shifts, and all the Maximals are like, <gasps> Yeah, they're all like, Legasp. <laughs> yeah. They, they say a bunch of stuff, but uh, the verbatim isn't important. Dinobot is like, ah, see? He's a traitor! Like, yeah, and Cheetor's like, no way! And he's like, do you, Dinobot's like, do you doubt your, your ears? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and Dinobot is just like, now do you see... That rat trap is nothing more than a is nothing more than a uh, filthy traitor or something like that. And Rhinox, and Rhinox is, is yeah. like, that's rich coming from you. Yeah, <laughs> which I, I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, and also they're kind of like defensive and kind of like upset. Interesting that they don't go, oh, well, he's just playing pterosaur. Yeah, they're all just like taking it like. Word for word, as if, like, Rat Trap's calm is accidentally left on. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, like, they they really don't know, right? No. So. No. Uh, what? No. Commercial break? No. What ha- Is there a commercial break? And then, and then, let's see. Oh, this is the point where, um. Ooh, uh, ooh. Where, uh, Rat Trap actually, like. He just taps his maximal logo on his forearm, and it turns yes. into a Predacon logo. And the music is kind of like, no, 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 like kind of like the the yeah. depressing, like sad music. Yeah, and so Rattrap goes back to beast form, and then Pterosaur is like laughing hysterically. Yeah, like it zooms in on his face, and he's laughing hysterically, and then it zooms in on um, beast mode. Rat Trap's face, and he's just kind of like begrudgingly, like turning his head and glaring. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Welcome sure. back from commercial break. Cheers. <laughs> ray tracing. <laughs> this is this is <laughs> a cool <laughs> ray tracing. Cheers. Such a uh, tactical advantage will win the console wars once and for all. <laughs> 
actually sounds like something he would actually say. Whatever this ray tracing is, yes. Perhaps we... it'll help us win the console wars. <laughs> we Predacons must secure it for ourselves, so that the Maximals may not acquire it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has watched a lot of Beast Wars. <laughs> and yet... you could write your own Beast Wars episode <laughs> off the top of your head. Uh, oh, this is a cool shot. We come back from commercial break. This is my favorite scene in the entire episode. And, the... <laughs> and I think you probably know why. Yes, I, I do know why. The cinematography, I, I rewound it many times. To get, to get it word for word, but not only that, take a look at the camera work. And it starts, so the main kind of computer room, auditorium, uh, <laughs> the main uh, control room, yeah, let's say that, that is in the dark side, that's the what we've kind of like nicknamed the, the ship for the Predacons, and yep. the internet has as well. Um, it zooms in from a distance, and it shows tarantulas hanging by like a, a spider thread it shows scorpionock like clacking his claws like down on like some platform and it kind of this zoom in kind of shows that all of the predacons are here in their their beast modes and pterosaur is on a terror board yeah. which later megatron calls a platform yes <laughs> he just calls it a platform which is boring so i'm gonna call it terror board and it's slowly oh, yeah, rising. Oh, yeah. their, their, their official name is Terrorboard now. Yeah, we, we so saith us. <laughs> and it's slowly rising. And behind him, there's a cage on a chain that's also slowly rising. It's very dr dramatic. And the camera comes in onto... The camera zooms, is, zooms in slowly. And it comes into onto Pterosaur's, uh, Pterosaur's body... In beast form. And in beast form. And he has his wings kind of closed. And he opens one kind of wing as if to like, like very regally, like royalty, kind of like, like gazing upon his, his fucking vassals. <laughs> and uh, like a Skeksis from the Dark Crystal, like gazing upon his kingdom. He is so much like a Skeksis, like this fucking guy. And, but I also love him. <laughs> in this and then he closes uh sorry he closes his wings and then he opens them both to to let the predacons bask in his greatness right but he's also yeah. covering rat traps like cage yeah he as he if ra to reveal him yeah, yeah he raises <laughs> his left wing to cover the cage and then pulls it down to reveal that rat trap is in the cage oh and as it zooming in uh they're all making like animal noises and megatron is making a sound just ambiently that's just his like background <laughs> sound i i like that that part and pterosaur being proud as fuck <laughs> stands like a regal fucking skexy and then he reveal dramatically no he doesn't he doesn't reveal him yet he says hear me predacons I present you with that which will tip. For some reason, he says tip very high pitched. Tip the balance of power against the Maximals. I present my Lieutenant Rat Trap. 
and he dramatically moves his wing. And then and... Rat Trap waves <laughs> in, oh, his, he, in his beast he form. His, yeah, he's in his beast form, and he's holding, like, he's in a little cage, and he has his little rat paws, like, wrapped around the bars. But when Pterosaur presents him, he waves, like, very cheerfully, like, jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then so, Pterosaur... Go and, ahead, yeah. So you, you, you mentioned to me earlier uh, on Facebook Messenger that you you had uh, Pterosaur's entire speech written down, yes? I, I do. Okay, so take it away, and I'll... <laughs> I, I will interject with... Uh, of course, yeah. With, I will interject with how Rattrap uh, behaves in this scene, because, like, it is my favorite... Prob- one of my favorite moments in this entire series... For anyone watching along with us, go and rewatch just this scene because <laughs> I missed Rat Trap's little movements the first time. The oh, first really? like twenty <laughs> times, apparently. It was only the last time that my partner pointed out his little little gestures. But yeah, he says, with the added power of Black Arachnia, who was retrieved by my skill, and Rat Trap, uh, and <laughs> Rat Trap is like. It points points over to Pterosaur while he's saying this, and then gives a thumbs up. He give, yeah, he gives like a little... Does he salute at one point? He does. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> and he says, uh, what was he saying? Oh, and Rat Trap, who has sworn fe- personal fealty to me. This is where Rat Trap salutes. And he, he gives a little salute. He's just quiet the whole time. Yeah. We shall defeat the Maximals. But my gifts to you do not come free. Oh, sorry. He rolls his R. He's like, do not come free. I'm exaggerating, but he does roll his R there, which I found funny. And Rattrap does a finger wag. (laughs) Yeah, he he does like a finger wag and like shakes his head. In return, I shall become your leader. (laughs) And Megatron is right there. Like he's right beside him. Yeah. And this is where I need your help. He says, you sniveling. Does he say Tawny? Tony? What's the word he uses? You sniveling Tawny or Tony. And I'm like, what is that? I don't You sniveling Tawny. And I Googled it and Tawny is like a color. It's like brownish orange or something like that. So he says like, you sniveling Tawny. And I'm not quite sure what he says there. So if anybody listening can can inform me of a word I've never heard before, that would be great. Guy with script in hand, please. Guy with script out. in hand? <laughs> this is your time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. This Maximal isn't your lieutenant. No. He must be a spy. Yes. yes. <laughs> and when he says yes, his T-Rex claws like excitedly wiggle. And that makes me wonder, does he always do that? Or have I missed, like, lots of episodes with him, like, click, clickety-clacking his little T-Rex hands? Oh, no, he, he Oh no, he, he does that. Interesting. I, I haven't really noticed him doing that until now. <laughs> and I was like, have I, have I been missing, like, quality T-Rex, <laughs> like, wig, wiggle hands? Uh, as as he is saying this, as he is chastising Pterosaur for his choice in lieutenants, um, <laughs> we we see the cage the Rat Trap was in open up, and Rat Trap just swings the door open, holding on to it, and then stabs this like electro poker thingy, like a cattle prod type thing. 
he very hilariously swings the cage open as megatron's talking yeah like, very casually and like playfully just kind of like drops and he falls out of frame and then as he's saying he can't be trusted right as he's like saying that all of a sudden megatron like glows yellow and like energon ickly <laughs> and he falls <laughs> to the ground <laughs> You heard it here first, folks, energonically. <laughs> and he falls to the ground, kind of like moaning and like twitching. And that's when the shot shows Rat Trap holding like a weird, like homemade, like you said, like cattle prod? Taser? Yeah, something like that. And th- man, this whole scene is great. This is so- the best scene. <laughs> so Megatron falls down. Rat Trap says some shit about like turning your back Shut your big mouth yeah should have watched your back big mouth oh and pterosaur says um that also prevents you from changing from your beast mode yeah yeah yeah, yeah. transformation has also been disabled and yeah. <laughs> uh he orders him like taken to the brig well he says to the others uh met he turns to the others who are all in the the, the other Predacons. Oh yeah, he's like, he, yeah, yeah. He's like Megatron is obsolete. Yes. Therefore, I, yeah. Therefore, I am your new leader. Yeah. Therefore, <laughs> and it's like, well, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> and immediately, Scorponok is like, no, Scorponok, no like. Scorponok, loyal to Megatron. Megatron is our true leader. <laughs> <laughs> He actually does not sound that that bad, as as anybody watching this would know. But I I can't help it. <laughs> he actually sounds a little bit better and less dumb in this episode, believe it or not. Scorpionok will not follow Megatron, or no, Scorpionok will not follow Pterosaur. Scorpionok loyal to Megatron. Uh, Megatron true leader, and uh, Black Arachnia uh, looks over. And is like, then you are an even bigger fool than you look. And yeah, which is like the first line other than Black Arachnia terrorize yeah. that she's delivered. Yeah, and Tarantulas is like, direct as well as lovely. And then... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. This is the part. This is the part about. I was talking about. And so Black Arachnia just like closes her eyes and is all like, ugh. Yeah, kind of, like, makes a sound as if in disgust and, like, rolls or closes her, like, spider eyes. Yeah. I didn't get a good look. I think she only got seven eyes. Maybe maybe I'll have to check it out later. Seven eyes. And I'm like, wait a second, Tarantulas is nine, and her black arachnia has seven. I was told, I was told spiders have eight. (laughs) But, again, I don't know anything about arachnids, so. Uh... Those, those non-arachnid uh, scorpions? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're out there. It, I don't know. Is a Vinagroon uh, an arachnid? I'm sure it is. I don't even, even know what that it's, is. It's those um, yellowish-white um, desert tarantulas that, like, instead of a stinger, they just have a really pointy, pointy tail, and they, like, um, spray um, an acidic type of thing and, like, oh, predators God. that are trying to eat them eyes. Just, like, loosely, like, they whip their tail forward and, like, a type of, like, um, mild acid oh, God. comes out. That is to night- help them get away from... <laughs> that is nightmare fuel, good sir. 
Uh, it helps him get away from like coyotes and sh other shit trying to eat them. It's <laughs> nightmare fuel. You know what? They're actually pretty horrific looking. Go go look it up on Google after this. Uh, they uh, they look scarier than I than I'm depicting. Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. Actually, uh, what are they uh, called? I think it's vinegroon scorpion or something like that. How do you spell that? Vin like vinegar, but vine vinegroon. <laughs> They're they're cool looking. They're they're nocturnal. I I think all scorpions are, but I might be wrong. Vinegaroon. Vinegaroon. Oh, ugh. Pretty gross looking, right? Oh no, yeah, they're they're dark. They're not light colored. I was confusing them with a camel. Um, oh, the camel spider. Yes, yeah, so I I accidentally mi mixed them up too up. But isn't that? But anyone listening, go look up a vinegaroon. <laughs> they are nasty looking. So and are camel don't... spider. Oh, good God. I'm arachnophobic <laughs> uh, for the listeners. Just... Oh, he's like, yeah, camel spiders are the whitish, like yellow ones that come out at night. Yeah, but vinegaroons, I, like I said, I've been wrong about before, but like, if that thing's an arachnid, that won the evolution wars. <laughs> that is beastly fucking looking like creature. It's got like awesome, like spiked like scorpion claws and a huge ass like like man, weird like tail to spit man, acid the, in people's eyes man the evolution wars sounds like something from like a 1960s like dystopian sci-fi novel that's very specific <laughs> yeah it does though but yeah and like the evolution wars that happened in like the night that were supposed to happen in like the 1980s <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, the the evolution wars that happened in the the eighties. Yeah, it's like this book. But some neuromancer shit. Yeah. The, it's like this book, this like dystopian sci-fi book that was published in like nineteen sixty-eight. Uh, uh, that's set in like two thousand four. Talks about the evolution wars of nineteen eighty-nine. As they reminisce about the evolution wars. Yeah, the evolution war of nineteen eighty-nine. <laughs> evolution war speaking of evolution wars and novels uh oryx and crake really interesting end of the world scenario with uh where corporations have free reign over um creating life mm. like genetic just ma manipulating thing like they're called pigoons and pigoons are just full of organs they've got like two brains and like three hearts and like and here's the thing they're almost identical to humans so these pigoons uh, i think that's what they're called i might be wrong uh they're they they kill them and they use them for human organ transplant yeah and that actually uh, solves the waiting waiting list and they're they're just fine yeah i mean yeah. i i could see that like they're they're that is an ethical minefield but yeah <laughs> uh yeah and be like oh well you can be on like a four-year waiting list for a human heart but this like human pig heart can be available right now and it's way cheaper and it's proven healthy chicky nubs mm -hmm. don't google chicky nubs you don't want to know what it is no it's just delicious that's all i can say <laughs> So the evolution wars, uh, which the uh, the Maximals won, <laughs> uh, which the Autobots won, that event, and that eventually led to the creation of the Maximals, who are 
on this planet along with the Predacons. And we are in the Predacon ship. And Megatron has just been taken out. And uh, Pterosaur is all like, I'm your leader. And yes, sir. no one wants to follow him. No, but he kind of says, he kind of like demands it. And everybody else is just kind of like, uh, they don't want to make a move. And then and uh, I think it's Tarantulas. Maybe I'm wrong. That Taran- kind of says, Tarantulas- well, let's discuss this. Go ahead. Yeah, he, Tarantulas is like, let's discuss this in private. Not in front of the Maximo. <laughs> and he even says it in that manner. <laughs> Does he kind of like turn like a little like like um, mouth part to the side and go not in front of the maximal? Yeah, yeah that's exactly what he does. Wow. <laughs> so and Pterosaur says very well. Um, take Megatron and the maximal to my the lower... my my lieutenant. Oh, sorry, yes, my lieutenant and Megatron to the lower dungeons or the lower pits? The lower brig, something like that. The lower brig, something like that, yeah. And um, that's when Rat Trap kind of, like, defeated, uh, shrugs his shoulders, and he kind of just tosses his little, like, makeshift taser aside. Yeah. Oh, it cuts to them straight in the their cages doesn't it yeah so the the two cages are lowered down one has rat trap in it one has megatron and megatron is all like oh there's lava underneath them yeah yeah there's lava underneath them uh megatron is all like a betrayed leader and a maximal traitor yes we are quite the pair aren't we (laughs) yeah (laughs) and rat trap kind of like like smirks momentarily at that yeah and And then he says and megatron is all like i will decide your fate later after i deal with pterosaur and then he says something along the lines of like computer voice activate megatron yeah he says um computer voice activate and then it it kind of like a, a seductive female voice pops up and it says yeah it says um voice recognition Megatron. And then he's like, open cell, summon platform. Yeah, he's like, open cage, summon platform. And, and so, like, and so a terror board shows up. <laughs> yeah, apparently um, the AI can move the, the terror boards like on its own, which is like freaky and kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, also, doesn't really surprise me. Also, he's the only, of course, Megatron is the only one who who can like activate like the the computer ai yeah like it's it's like voice lock to him so i'm like well of course jeez and <laughs> like, as he step uh, as he steps out of the cage onto the terror board he's all like the wise tyrant always ensures his prison that his prison is designed for his own personal escape yes or something along those lines i'm paraphrasing but yeah, he says like, "Oh, the the wise tyrant always makes sure that his that his prison can that uh, he's ready to escape from his prison." Yes, or something like that. Yeah. And without y- grabbing like um that uh, uh, like a control handle, it 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 is it does seem like a lot kind of like those um a lot like those gyro boards that everyone calls hoverboards. He kind yeah. of just sways his weight, and the and the terror board like 
hovers off and disappears into like the darkness. But see, he, he doesn't even need a handle. He reaches his T Rex hand over to oh. the uh, to the handle, but he doesn't actually grab it. Huh. Which I find yeah, kind of funny. Can, <laughs> you can kind of control it with your weight, I guess. Or the AI was. No, I I, I think that just might be a uh, uh, a technical or a error in the animation. <laughs> they didn't know how to make him reach for the the little handle and. Yeah, they, they, they just said fuck it no the kids won't notice yeah they 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 just couldn't make uh the, the they just couldn't make the animation work where the with the character model actually grabbing it so they're just like eh, whatever close enough <laughs> close enough and this is when after megatron disappears into the darkness this is when rat trap set says and the wise maximal trader always makes sure he's carrying a handy infiltration kit yeah and then, much like Cheetor in a previous episode, he stealth maximizes. Yeah. He says, Rat Trap, maximize! Like, very softly. And it's a slower transformation, but, like, the like it's, it's much more quiet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who's listening? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he transforms and then uh, taps one of his, like, little forearm thingies. Oh, which I, I almost up. missed this. I almost missed this. Even though I watched this, I rewound many times. He waves his hand over his wrist before it opens up, and he changes the little symbol that he had on his wrist from a Predacon symbol back to a Maximal symbol. Right, right. He, cha- he changes it back, yeah. Yeah, and then his wrist opens up, and he's got like different little multi-tools inside, and he just takes one out, and yeah. Slips it into, like, the card reader or whatever. See, and to me, it just looks like four pencils. It's oh, legit. <laughs> it's just four different, like, little, little like, pencil shapes slash just generic, like, long, skinny, like, rectangular kind of shaped me- it, metal objects. Yeah. But I'm guessing it's some sort of, like, rogue, like, lockpick transformer lockpick set with like different like resonant energy signatures for him to <laughs> pick locks or something yeah yeah why not yeah let's let's say that we'll go we'll, we'll go with that so uh rat trap opens the cage up and he's looking around and he sees that uh oh my god <laughs> this part yeah oh he cocks his his pistol his energy pistol like a shotgun and he's holding it with both hands as if like a xenomorph is in like these tunnels oh so, sorry i jumped way ahead he needs to escape the the lava yeah yeah i was just thinking that so he yeah. looks down and sees that there's lava and he looks up and sees that there's well nothing yeah, uh, darkness yeah just darkness so what he decides to do uh so he looks around and then sees that there is a like a service tunnel or ventilation yeah, that for Tunnel? for whatever reason has bars on it. It has bars, but they're not spaced close enough to keep someone from passing through them. Yeah, it's just like, what is this entryway actually designed for? Is what but I'm kind of wondering in this too, because <laughs> because it actually shows him just pass through the bars. And yeah. part of me is like, is that little service tunnel like? Like, for instance, Megatron can't fit through that. Dinobot couldn't. Maybe? But, um... No, Dinobot's way too big. 
rat trap is, is it kind of just like oh only rat trap would have been small enough to fit through this is that kind of like a because um, later it shows tarantulas by the bars and there is no way he's fitting through it yeah but so I, I think this is kind of like a oh like rat trap is perfect to kind of like sneak around because he's so small and clever but i also just wonder what the point of this oh this, the actual uh, the canon is. point i have no idea <laughs> to when they flood it full of energon liquid it traps people in there i <laughs> because <laughs> when he's inside it's very spacious yeah oh, i know why the bars are there it's so when people break out of their cages they can't jump into the service tunnel which is exactly what rat trap does so i i'm sensing a pretty serious design flaw here i guess they didn't expect transformers to be as small as rat trap which that being said yes he is noticeably smaller than the big ones but only slightly shorter than the medium-sized or small ones uh, he's still short compared to Pterosaur and Cheetor. Yeah, I guess he's a whole size level, like, different. He's Like, tiny. nobody else could fit through them. May maybe Cheetor could. Uh, why Why am I talking about... No, <laughs> Dinobot in its raptor form could. Because so when he transforms, he's way bigger than his raptor form would, would have you believe. Yeah, that's that's the thing with Transformers that's been going back to the uh that's been common going back all the way to the original series is like the whole mass shifting thing. Like look at sound or look at Megatron, the original Megatron. You were gonna say Soundwave. I was gonna say Soundwave. Yeah. But even <laughs> and more I know, I know what you mean. Even more so than Soundwave, the original Megatron. He was Are you like, saying Megatron can't be a gun? He he <laughs> He is bigger than most of the other Decepticons, but then he transforms into a gun that Starscream <laughs> can just hold and shoot. I knew what you were saying. That's why I asked you in a very serious manner. Like, he's not even kidding. For anybody that's unfamiliar with Transformers, he transforms into, like, a gun, like a Luger, like a like a pistol. Yeah. And, and Starscream just, like, picks, like gun megatron up and it's becomes the golden gun like it's just this very lethal like megatron pistol like one shot <laughs> kill basically yeah. yeah we've all played golden i64 it's the golden gun <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so the, the, like you were saying the mass difference between some of them is like oh, like optimus optimus is about almost perfectly the same size in both his maximal form and his uh robot form yeah, Dinobot turns huge in his in his Raptor form. He's an okay size, but he's like gigantic when he changes into his robot form. When he transforms, he gets fucking jacked. He gets jacked. He's huge. <laughs> Megatron. What do you think? Same size. Uh, Beast yeah. Wars Megatron, not turns into yeah. a fucking gun. Yeah. <laughs> None of that G one bullshit. <laughs> oh man, I just pissed off so many people by saying that. <laughs> Quick, edit it out. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to take the especially like. It's fine. No one, no one who watched G One is listening to this anyway. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Anyways, and if, even if they were like diehard fans and they're currently like writing fan fiction for it, <laughs> they they probably would shrug and they go, "Yeah." <laughs> you have to take. Uh, 
children's cartoons with some humor, some level of like, yeah, I understand it's magic. <laughs> now, see, I feel like they, like I, I feel like they would be all like, well, actually, there, it was explained in this ancillary material on one of the backer cards written by uh, Len Wine that uh, due to the uh, uh, energon fields, like the uh, there, there would be this mass shifting that I, I don't know, I can't even do it, but. <laughs> The Mass Effect, you were doing pretty good. I actually thought you were, you did read something along those lines. I was like, you were like, I hate to be that guy, but, and I'm like, kind of sounds like you're being that guy. <laughs> no, I was just like pulling stuff out of my ass, and eventually yeah, I ran. There's I, probably I, a reason I, for it. Eventually Some I Mass ran. Mass Effect out of field. Stuff. Some mass uh, distortion magic. <laughs> but regardless, he jumps, Rat Trap jumps from the cage. I think physics don't work like this. I think he would have pushed the cave back and fallen in the cage back and fallen into lava. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't I, have even traveled very far. He would the, have pushed the, pushed the cage back and like maybe gone forward a couple of feet and then just dropped. You you thought so too? Okay. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. He Is would that really how physics work? He would really only be able to actually make that jump if the cage was completely stationary. Maybe it's very, very heavy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if it's heavy, then, like, very heavy, when he pushes against it, his mass would move the cage less, and True. he would push himself farther. So I am going into it thinking this cage weighs two tons, but and how that's much, why it... But how much does Rat Trap weigh, though? I mean, One. Dude... <laughs> dude's made entirely of metal. He weighs one. I'm not going to say what what unit of measurement. He just weighs one. <laughs> he just one. weighs one. <laughs> yeah, he, he's one. He's one measure. He's one heavy. He's one heavy, long. So he gets. Oh, he's holding onto the bars, and it looks down at his feet, dangling over the lava, as if he's going to fall in. Yeah. He's, of course, he's not. He climbs up. And then I'm like, "Ooh, what's he gonna do now? He's he's behind the bars. He he just sidesteps through the bars. Like, he's very spacious." <laughs> and I'm like, "Wait, hold up. Did why are those bars there? Thus, the conversation we just had, the ten minute conversation we had about why the bars are in this one part of the Beast Wars episode we're reviewing now." <laughs> Very important. Okay, so... I, I feel like we've spent way too much time on this one little bit. <laughs> it, because it bugs us, damn it. Okay, so, we're in the service tunnel, and like a scene from Alien, he, like, cocks his... I need to stop saying like so much. Note to self. It's... it's. I notice it. He cocks his gun, which I thought was a pistol... <laughs> But he cocks it like a shotgun and holding it with I, both hands and hunching over. I swear his gun is bigger in this scene than it has been in previous episodes. I his gun changes. Yeah. Remember when I noticed that he was firing like do 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 like actual like like metallic like bullet projectiles from it. But that other almost kind of sounded that almost kind of sounded like a beat there like do 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 do. Like something out of Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> maybe that he can shoot his gun to that 
the beat of that drum or or a song from queen (laughs) so he cocks his gun and i didn't notice but maybe you're right he cocks his gun as if it were a shotgun and clutching it to his chest and hunching over he cautiously proceeds through these like dark like service tunnels as if it's like a scene from alien he's crouching but the service tunnel is like 10 feet tall and it's like twice like you could fit dinobot in these tunnels he's trying to be stealthy okay oh i'm sorry i forgot that's a stealth stance that actually (laughs) makes a lot of sense and having played my fair share of tactical espionage action games I do know that you hunch a little bit when you're sneaking. And I know from playing my fair share of games starring the one and only Sam Fisher that the best way to sneak around is by constantly walking in a crouching position. Imagine the hamstring muscles. Imagine the leg muscles on Sam Fisher. Guy's like doing squats like the entire game. Yeah, he has like... Just, like, the most, like, jacked legs you can imagine. They're just, like, massive, and the rest of him is just scrawny. Imagine the power he would wield if he kicked his foes. But I guess having a gun makes that obsolete, so fair enough. Well, if you've ever played Splinter Cell, like, guns are pretty, for the most part, pretty useless, especially if you get spotted. I'll have you know, I've shot at least 100 lights out. (laughs) <laughs> with that shitty little silenced pistol of his. Uh, anyway. Of course, I can't see where the broken glass is either when that happens, but what you going to do? Yes, so anyways, we are in a service tunnel, uh, and... We see a Rat-trap sha- uh, Rat Trap sees a shadow of right. ter- Pterosaur and Scorponok arguing, and Scorponok, I can't remember exactly what he says. Oh, yeah, it's like Shadow Puppet Theater. He sees, like... <laughs> Just their shadows, their silhouettes. Yeah. And so Scorponok is basically just be like... Yeah, he says, I will not follow you! Megatron is our true leader! And Pterosaur just replies, Enough! I am your true leader! Or sorry, right. your new leader! And that's it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because it's hilarious. It. They just walk away from each other. Because Pterosaur is like, Enough! <laughs> I am your new leader. (laughs) And yeah, then they both just disperse. And then he says, Now find the Gelfling! It's a little Dark Crystal reference for you again. (laughs) Which I have not seen. The Netflix Dark Crystal, even if you have not seen the original movie, pretty phenomenal. I'm a huge fan. Oh, wow. It is great. Uh, My partner watched the movie... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, I thoroughly enjoy it. My my partner watched the movie after the series. Mm. Eh, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, either watch it, it first or not at all. It's probably a similar thing to me, like, watching The Shining after watching Doctor Sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I cannot believe what they were able to accomplish. But when you have, like you had said with with Doctor Sleep, when you have a bigger, way bigger budget, way more writers, way newer, (laughs) newer, yeah, more money thrown into it. it. It's not that it's worse. Some of the voice acting isn't as great. And I'm looking at you, main character, whom I can't remember from 
the Dark Crystal movie. He's very boring. He talks like this, as if he's a blank template. He's very... Milk yeah, toast. he's very... <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then when you meet the other Gelfling in the movie, she's very interesting. Her voice actor is great, and the character itself is, like, really cool. Hmm. So you're kind of like, can this be the main character? As soon as you meet her, you're like, oh, oh, thank God she's here to save the day. But anyways, I... this is this is now a Dark Crystal <laughs> podcast. I always find that kind of uh, frustrating in movies and TV when there's a supporting character who is way more interesting than the protagonist. Because it's like, I feel like we should just be following them instead. And the I fact... always... Yeah, and the fact ahead. and the fact that we aren't following the more interesting supporting character frustrates me. Luckily, there are multiple main characters in the Dark Crystal series on Netflix, and they're all cool, in my opinion. Like I, I actually mm. like them all. So, so that's the thing. Go, <laughs> go watch Dark Crystal, people. I'd, I'd be curious your your take on it because it it's a very cool world. Like it's a, it'd be cool to set like a tabletop RPG in the Dark Crystal world. But uh, so I'm, something I, about this I'm being surprised a, that doesn't exist, honestly. It it probably does, actually. I, I'm sure it does. There, there <laughs> it, there's a tabletop RPG for everything. I have the Dark Crystal manga, so it would not surprise me that there is a tabletop role playing game. Uh, you do a much better Point Dexter voice than I do. <laughs> oh. I, I was doing a voice? Uh, the way you said that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Derp. <laughs> uh, I really like my um, actually guy. In person, I even pretend to like push my glasses up my nose when I do my uh, that guy <laughs> impression. The Poindexter. Yeah. I, I actually... Years of watching S Simpsons to thank for that. I actually wear glasses, so... Yeah, so you're allowed to do that in a non-ironic way. Yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking of non-irony... Speaking Beast... of non-irony... Beast Wars. Rat Trap legitimately <laughs> interacts with a rat in the service tunnels, as if he has some, some sort of, like, magical connection to rats because of his beast form. Yes. Do you he... remember that? Yes. He sees a rat... The rat looks at him, nods, and, like, gestures with his paw. Oh, uh, something we missed, actually, because it's oh, going to come... Oh, did I miss something? <laughs> it, it's going to come up soon. Um, uh, there was a scene a little bit ago, around the time that Rat Trap and Megatron got lowered into the, the brig, we'll call it. Um, yep. we, we cut back to the Maximal base and the Maximals were talking about what they were going to do about the whole rat trap situation. And Optimus is like, oh, we have to go after him. And Rhinox was like, why? What's the point? Let him go. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And Optimus is like, he's too valuable to be in the hands of the Predacons, basically, because he knows too much. And yeah, he's too valuable an asset. Yeah, yeah. Dinobot is all like, indeed, and plus... He agrees with Optimus, yeah. Uh, and plus, if we bring him back, we must bring him back so he can face justice. Yeah, he says, uh, we need to neutralize Rat Trap so that we can bring him back to base and face justice. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold up. Is this the first time Dinobot is not all about 
death? No, no, I, I neutralizing I, somebody, or is it because he likes proper executions? No, no, I, I think he wants to bring Rattrap back so he can kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting that he just doesn't say we need to like take him out or we need to terminate him. He specifically wants to bring him back, so I think he likes formalities. Yes, he's very, it's very samurai-ish. I've said that before. He's very code of the warrior. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, yeah. Rat trap hits it up with a rat in the service tunnel. Oh yeah. Like and legitimately, the rat is just walking in the middle of the service tunnel because rat trap is at an intersection, like a a plus sign. There's three ways he can go: forward, left, or right. And there's just a rat. He's just walking. And he looks at Rat Trap, and he gestures with his little head and points, yeah. and then he just keeps walking. And then the Rat Trap turns to the camera, and I'm like, "Man, are there a lot of Deadpool-like moments where <laughs> there's a subtle nod, and they break the fourth wall?" Oh yes, yes, there because are. he turns to the camera and kind of like does a, a shrug, and, and he smiles. He's like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> And I'm like, hey, you're not supposed to look at the camera. But then I also remembered that that literally happens almost every episode. So. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Uh, so he follows the rat. He follows, and... he follows the rat. And then we cut to the exterior of the Predacon base where the Maximals are in beast form, kind of hiding out. Uh, oh, about... yeah. They're at a yeah. rocky outcrop. Yeah, yeah. They're... They're uh, about to launch an attack to regain Rat Trap. Yeah, and Dinobot is like, why do we wait? Let us attack now. And I think Optimus is like, um, we attack when I'm the leader here. We attack when I give the order. Yeah. So he's waiting for some reason. Yeah, so we're we're back in the Predacon ship after that. And it shows Tarantulas, like, eyeballing a rat. Yes. Like through a grate, it does... shows Tarantulas looking at a rat through a grate yeah. as Rat Trap is walking down that like corridor that leads to the computer. If yeah, I and like he's about to eat the rat, but then like, that happens a little. That happens a little later. Right, right now he's just looking at it. Okay. So th this is telling us that he's like watching a a rat, right? And yeah. then it cuts to it cuts to so Rat Trap. Um, rat Trap. Rat Trap. Yeah, walking on this like platform that's fairly high up and yeah it's kind of like scat like scaffolding, scaffolding that's yeah, like yeah. above yeah so so he looks down and sees uh waspinator um working on a computer panel and the computer panel uh is all like scanning maximal frequencies scanning maximal frequencies rat traps looking a little nervous and then the computer is like no maximal frequencies detected and that's right yeah and so rat trap like looks relieved and then waspinator fucks off yeah he just he just walks off goes, yeah 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 he just leaves. he's like yeah okay he just shrugs and leaves <laughs> he doesn't actually shrug but and like... then <laughs> and then rat trap like jumps down from the scaffolding and very loudly yeah like, that was the thing that i noticed the... earlier when you i was too? watching it too yeah i'm like he very loudly slams into the the metallic grate that's like the floor in front of this computer yeah it's like it's like bro like 
Waspinator just left like a couple seconds ago. Like you don't think he's gonna hear that? Like I know maybe Was- that happens. I know Waspinator's a fucking idiot, but still, <laughs> maybe that happens so often in the ship. There's so many loud bangs and stuff like that every all the time everywhere that or Waspinator's an idiot. I don't know. <laughs> or this Urgh, one particular Muggletron room. is angry again. Urgh. Better hide. <laughs> I can just picture him clutching like a little teddy bear and hiding. <laughs> oh, poor Waspinator. <laughs> He's poor like Waspinator. the special special child of the, the group. So uh, Rattrap lands and goes to, up to the computer panel that Waspinator was mucking around with. And he rips he, like, the... He opens it? Yeah, he like rips it open quite aggressively. And <laughs> there's a little chip on the circuit board that has a maximal symbol on it. Yeah, and... he says, a maximal chip? Huh, no wonder. Uh, I feel like they could have disguised that a little better. He just rips this like like computer chip cleanly out. And yeah, oh, does he put it in his little wrist storage thing? He does. Also... It is one hell of a coincidence that Rattrap just happened to stumble across the one particular computer console that has this maximal chip installed in it. Christopher, we have 22 minutes to tell a complex story. <laughs> we can't have him, like, go looking at a map, wandering around the whole base. The rat helped him because the rat has a psychic link to Rattrap, and it knew the rat has been listening. And the rat knew that the Predacons had a maximal ship. Don't ask why a rat would even give a shit about what other <laughs> creatures are up to, nor understand English, but the rat knew, and the rat led him <laughs> to this room. So, so why do Transformers speak English, then? Why do we speak English? Bwong. <laughs> Inception buzz sound. Bwong. Uh, anyway, so Rattrap, after he grabs the chip and puts it into his little, like, forearm storage thingy, looks over, sees a door. We cut to, back to Tarantulas, like, kind of scoping out this little rat. Oh, yeah, this is the part that you were saying. He's actually holding it, like, above his head. Yeah. Like, terrorizing it as he's slowly lowering it into his, like, disgusting maw. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's it's quite vile. He is, Tarantulas is a disgusting creature, both in appearance and in personality. Both both in appearance and in nature. Oh, then it just shows a little shot of Rat Trap's like feet. By the way, Rat Trap's in his maximal form the entire time. He's in yeah. his robot form this whole time yeah. and hasn't needed to transform, which I find interesting. And it shows his little feet, and he like hits. Uh, a laser tripwire? Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to call it. Yeah, a laser tripwire. As somebody who has played his fair share of tactical espionage action games, I am very familiar with laser tripwires. That's why you always have a pack of smokes. I was just going to I was just going to mention that. That's why you need a pack of cigarettes <laughs> and a ration after you're done. What the heck are we talking about? Oh, Tarantulas being <laughs> Tar- a creepy... Tarantulas is gross. Uh, he's about yeah, to eat there's this... there's a laser tripwire, and a very... This is the voice of the computer that's been 
on the dark side, the Predacon base the whole time. In a very, I don't know why I suddenly noticed that the voice was seductive, but when he trips it, she says, the, the AI voice says, unauthorized access to restricted zone and an energy web materializes right in front of rat trap what do you think about this energy web that like is invisible or isn't powered up or something and then when he trips the laser it like materializes yeah how does it suddenly materialize so it's clearly connected to the laser tripwire so i'm wondering if it wasn't existed and it sorry if it didn't exist or it, like the the energy wasn't there, and when he trips it, like there's some device that now forms it, or or if it's invisible, like maybe that web doesn't exist, but like it it's formed when someone activates the because clearly tarantulas actually eats rats. Maybe it's like similar technology to like energy shields yeah that's what i was thinking like it it's a, a physical construct as long as it's powered yeah I yeah mean, yeah that, that makes sense my guess. better than invisible energy webs <laughs> so tarantulas hilariously just causes <laughs> the rat over his head yeah because he hears the voice the the seductive lady voice saying um repeatedly by the way unauthorized access to restricted zone and he goes oh, and he tosses the rat it's a very fat rat probably the same one that was helping rat trap earlier i think it i was, was wondering yeah. how he was holding it because he's he's in his beast mode and he's holding it above his head with just one of his spider limbs but the limb doesn't have like prehensile digits it's just like a, a spider stump uh maybe he coiled it around the rat's tail yes that makes sense well that rat got to live and actually both rats get to live as it cuts to kind of like back and forth between rat trap and tarantulas as tarantulas tarantulas like a xenomorph is like crawling on the ceiling and the wall and sometimes on the the sides as he's hurried hurriedly like going towards where his web is and it shows rat trap he's trapped and he has some sort of energy like a, a blade that comes out of his wrist like he's Ezio auditore di Firenze and slices himself free from the from the web in like an upward swipe you killed my father <laughs> prepare to die like you notice the assassin creed blade assassin's creed blade like too the, the i was like man blade, yeah yeah he's full of like I like Rat Trap. Episode one, I was like, "Oh, I fucking oh, hate this, this guy. is this." You, you hear that, listeners? This is some character development right here. I'm like, he's got all these like little tools that, like, in a firefight, Rat Trap's like not the best. He's got a gun, just like a lot of the others do. He's an okay shot, but like, he has all of these like little, like, very situational like devices that like help him out he has and a, he that's... has a hidden blade he has a lockpick pencil he has a, a thermal block <laughs> that he can take out and like it makes things hot in the episode the web when he has that little thing and we think it's a bomb but it, it's just like a heat box oh yeah right fell <laughs> fell for the old hot box right yeah right. that's my hot box don't mind the smell <laughs> <laughs> 
he's, he's got all these like little little gadgets like hidden away in him, and I and I like that. Uh, so he goes through, and I think it shows him going back to the 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 cage suspended above lava. And right as it shows him going back towards there, it shows Tarantulas finding his like broken web, and he kind of narrows his little like tarantula tarantulas eyes and goes hmm and tarantulas sees him going back into his cage and tarantulas says in his his beast mode his tarantula form so the juicy rat has been running his maze (laughs) but not for long tarantulas tear up (laughs) and he gets like hilariously shot by rat trap this is the only time this happens in the show up to now. And this right? is we've been this, so used Yeah, this Go this ahead. is what I was saying earlier. It was like kind of a hilarious like fuck you moment. We're so used to seeing the Maximals and the Predacons um either allow each other to maximize or terrorize, or they just kind of miss as somebody like like transforms. Mm-hmm. But he's mid-transformation. He literally says tarantulas, and as he's transforming, he barely gets ter- terrorized out. And he goes, ah! And an explosion happens. It blows the bars off of the service tunnel and just sends tarantulas flying backwards. And it cuts to Rat Trap holding his gun. Yeah, and then we... Um, uh... And then we we cut back to a shot of tarantulas just mangled with oh, like he's a big like ass hole charred. in his chest. He's like his charred. Is he's twitching, and he's all like, <gasps> "It's actually he, kind of intense." When it shows tarantulas, he's missing his right arm. He's crispy and burnt. He's twitching in immense pain. Like, and I'm like, "Wow!" But he's. <laughs> that, that's it's kind of intense i think we talked about we've talked a few times on the podcast about the maximals and the predacons like being in pain and it being like holy shit <laughs> that's pretty extreme for like a kid yeah it looks like he's like dying and like he's in, in immense Just pain utter agony <laughs> in this moment yeah, he he looks bad. He's missing limbs. He's he's crispy and burnt, and he's like twitching in pain and like and like the writhing sound and he's making. he's making sounds. Yeah, yeah. And it it cuts back to um, Rat Trap cl- casually closing his cage. I don't know why he does this, right? But anyways, he closes the cage and locks himself back in it, and he taps his chest, kind of like in reboot. Yeah. Yeah, a la reboot. He he taps his test chest and he says, "Time to join the party, big ape." <laughs> like he says, "Big ape" under his his breath. I had mm-hmm. to rewind it. I didn't hear him say that the first time, and I'm like, "Big ape." Oh, and uh, it goes back out to the rocky outcropping outside of the base, and Optimus's chest. He's in this gorilla form, right? Yeah. It shows a little red light blink and a small beep. And Cheetor, and he kind of taps it, like, to turn it off. And Cheetor says, hey, what's that? Kind of, and, like, and Optimus is just like, we attack now. Yeah, and then he ignores Cheetor, and he says, we attack now. Maximize. Maximize. And they all, they all maximize. And they all, yeah, they all transform and immediately just start shooting. 
Uh, oh, immediately. Yeah, immediately. Um, their transformation animations are noticeably sped up in this scene, for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did <laughs> notice that they they're like, "Come on, guys, we got to wrap this up." There's this huge battle scene <laughs> that's going to happen, which is great. Yeah, it's like they straight up just like somebody uh, in the editing room just hit the fast forward button on the sequence. Yeah, they they ver- it de- it depends how loud you say terrorize or maximize. <laughs> when you whisper it, it's it's slow but very quiet, and when you yell it, um, it's very fast. And I I don't know, I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> uh, so, in the Predacon ship, uh, Pterosaur is uh, sitting in the captain's chair, and Wasp. Is it this little pterosaur-sized, like? throne chair attached to the ceiling yeah the, the floor is lava everything's attached to the ceiling here yeah <laughs> it's like it's just big enough for him and i'm like hold up was this chair always here for him or did he have this like made as like his little <laughs> throne <laughs> it's hilarious he's in this like little like throne chair thing and he yells uh <laughs> bah and Waspinator goes, Oh, maximal attack! The pterosaur says, Why were we not warned by the codebreaker? Where's Tarantulas? And Waspinator replies, Maximal codebreaking deactivated! Shields damaged! And they keep getting hit, and pterosaur, hilari- getting hit. <laughs> pterosaur hilariously is just like, Bah! 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 Yeah, like three times. Over, over like, again. Ah, every time like the the ship rumbles because of the, of the maximals attacking. Yeah, <laughs> he's just, like, legitimately, actually terrified as he's holding on to his chair. <laughs> and this is this is great. So he's screeching. Ah! <laughs> it's even more <laughs> hilarious that he's like this is transpiring while he's in his fucking pterodactyl form, which he's in, in and, form, in and of itself is just comical looking. I always enjoy Pterosaur <laughs> in his pterodactyl form because it's it's just a, it's just a treat for the eyes. <laughs> and Megatron very smoothly cuz he's on a a terror board slides up beside or be, like almost behind him yeah. in his Predacon form in his robot form. And Pterosaur screeches another time in surprise. Like, terrified. Like, he's almost shaking. (laughs) Yeah. And Megatron with just a shit-eating grin. Yeah, and he's all like, What you do, Megatron? Well, what now, leader? How shall we respond? And Pterosaur is, like, cowering in his, like, little throne chair. And he goes, Megatron, you you will allow me to lead? And, And Megatron is all like, the wise tyrant always allows a fool to lead during a crisis. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Which is kind of, I mean... Stupid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, on one hand, like, when shit inevitably goes wrong, it's like, you could just blame it on them. Is that what that means? I, that's what I was... I was trying to interpret that, and I'm like, that is stupid. But the... <laughs> A wise tyrant always allows a fool to take the lead during a crisis. So yeah. is that so that when things go wrong inevitably, that it's someone else's fault? I think so, yeah. I 
because at first I was like, that's fucking stupid. But now that I'm like thinking about it and I'm looking at my notes and I'm ta- discussing it with you, it makes sense that a wise tyrant would let an idiot fall guy to lead when there's like an inescapable crisis so that they they're to blame. Yeah. Uh. And, and so like Megatron can just point a pterosaur at the end of all of this and be like, so other Predacons, do you like, do you want to follow this fucking idiot? No, <laughs> of course you don't. Which ends up actually happening <laughs> which does end up actually happening so that that makes sense i appreciate that line now more that i've read it i've watched the episode a couple times uh he's he scratches his pterodactyl head after <laughs> this like weird obvious insult like he was just called a fool but he scratches his head and then he points at the other predacons that are in their beast modes and he says release my lieutenant and prepare to counterattack. Predacons, terrorize! Which really isn't and even much of a plan. <laughs> I was hoping that he would be like, prepare a sortie! <laughs> which, <laughs> which I have now learned the definition of. Uh, but, yeah. But, uh, but, I mean, like, yeah... Like, oh, we're being attacked, prepare for a counterattack, or prepare for a sortie. Like, it's just, it's not much of a plan. Like, it's a very reactionary thing. What else are you going to do? Activate the ship's weapons? <laughs> Which apparently the ship They're has. in range of? <laughs> I, I don't, who knows? Apparently Sector 12 is within range of the Predacon <laughs> ship's weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, so they they, oh, they, they all t- they all transform um, with my my homeboy t- uh, a pterosaur yelling terrorize. They all yeah. actually don't say it. They just transform, much like the Maximals tr- transformed when Optimus yelled maximize. Yeah, at the beginning of the episode when it was just Optimus and Dinobot. Um, no, I mean when they were. Oh, uh, even earlier about when they to started, attack when they started um, Optimus battle, yeah. says yeah. He, it's just Optimus that says maximize, and they all do without having to say it. But as we've discovered, that's kind of like a loose rule. Yeah. If you feel like it, you can you can say it out loud. Yeah. It feels like if you're by yourself, you have to say it though. <laughs> uh, it shows them all the Predacons uh, running out of the Predacon base to go fight the Maximals. Rat Trap is running alongside Black Arachnia, so it kind of shows that all of them are, are leaving the base together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhinox says, we're outnumbered. And Optimus says, they've transformed the Protoform Maximal, but we have a secret weapon. Fight on! And there's rad like guitar riffs going on, especially during this. This is a great fight scene. Wow. Mm-hmm. Also, and... I would like to point out that just before, uh, right after this, uh, Optimus takes off into flight. Um, right after it. Oh, go ahead. I know what but, you're going to say, but go ahead. Oh, but uh, just before he takes off into flight, his little face shield thing closes. Okay. And covers his mouth. I have this mouth. in my notes. Have we ever seen this before? No, we have not. Okay. I was watching will... and I'm like, hold up. Is there like a like a like a metallic like cover of his like mouth 
yeah, we, there is. We we haven't seen it before in the series. It we we will see it again many times. Um, but I would like to say, even Optimus fucking Primal wears a mask. <laughs> That's right. So before he goes engages in in close quarters with the Predacons his like mouth covering like a metallic kind of like face shield pops up and yeah if he can do it so in 1996 if optimus primal can put on a mask in 1996 all of you yes even you can do it in 2020 <laughs> and people are like oh it's uncomfortable oh yeah it's uncomfortable but do you, so are jeans the first time you wear them yep like, when also, I was a kid, I was all about the sweatpants and shorts. And I yes. hated jeans. Yeah, so, so did I. <laughs> so it's not just me. No. It's like that. You get used to it as soon as it's on your face for ten minutes, five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I, I wear a mask at work all the time now. Yeah. Like, the only time I take it off, pretty much, is when I go for break to eat. But other than that, I just have my mask on all day. So I'm wearing a mask for, like, eight hours a day. And you mean you like, don't only um, eat liquids and you don't pour it straight through the mask? <laughs> some sort of, like, filter? I don't even know how that would work. It wouldn't, and it would be very messy. <laughs> <laughs> People would look at you like you're insane. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, anyway, you get used to it. Yeah. So yeah, Optimus wears a mask and then takes off into flight, and Rhinox is shooting his... Gatling gun thing. Oh yeah, his like gat. And and I swear, at one point he had a normal gun like everyone else. But now he's just got this gat. And at no, first no, I'm thinking he he's always had this Gatling gun. Yeah, but what I mean is the very first battle it showed um him use it was when Waspinator was like sneaking up behind him at Stonehenge, wasn't it? Uh maybe I'm wrong. Doesn't no, matter. <laughs> no, I no, I think he used it uh going all the way back to the beginning. But speaking of Waspinator and a Gatling gun, for the second time, Waspinator gets shredded apart <laughs> by Rhinox. <laughs> know, what I, know what I said about like the rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. Waspinator always gets shredded by Rhinox's like, awesome like machine gun. It's got little blades that spin on it, too, Yeah. I just noticed. And he just shoots the, the hell out of Waspinator, and he falls over backwards. Like yeah. twitching and making Waspinator sounds. And so, wa uh, not Waspinator, uh, Optimus Primal is flying through the air, and Pterosaur notices this and tells Rat Trap that it's time to prove his loyalty to the Predacons and fire upon Optimus. And then they look up, and the camera looks up too. And, and Rat Trap yeah. starts firing. Uh, he misses the first few Three times. Three times, yeah. But then he hits Optimus. And Optimus comes crashing down to the ground. Yeah, he yells and falls to the ground. And oh, then, and che Cheetor says, he like looks on in surprise, and he says, "Rat trap! It's true!" And he like Cheetah growls. Growl. And uh, <laughs> Black Arachnia shows up and points a gun at Optimus. Oh, her her gun transforms after she aims it at Optimus, who's lying on the ground, and it almost looks like a missile crossbow. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's the same weapon that uh, Tarantulas has. Ah, that makes sense. See... It, he is his weird science girl... She is his weird science girlfriend. See, I... <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, I had 
the toys of both Tarantulas and Black Arachnia. Black Arachnia was just a redeco of Tarantulas. So But did she have boobs? No. <laughs> so mm. So her look in the show is very much not how she looked as a toy. She just looked like Tarantulas. But, Are you s- but with a different color scheme. So in the show, like her bodacious body is just a, very much a thing that is of the show speaking of black arachnia though uh as she's aiming the gun at the fallen optimus um somebody shoots her weapon out of her hand and she like screeches out in anger and pain yeah and she sees cheetor shooting at her and she like starts casually like strutting towards cheetor Mm -hmm. and he angrily he starts running towards her (laughs) And he starts shooting, like, repeatedly. And one shot, he's missing a, a few times, one shot knocks off her spider legs because they're, like, um, stretching out from her back, right? And she just kind of, like, no, they're, they're shrugs connect- it off. No, they're connected they, to her arms. Oh, are they connected to her arms? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So and they just, they so just there's fly. Four, there's four sticking out of, like... Each, each arm? Of, each of her biceps. Rad. Rad. And I think they just, like, they just shoot and, like, fall right off. And she kind of looks and as if she doesn't doesn't give any shits. Yeah. And then a, another shot misses. In the background, we see Scorponok get shot and fly back. And I rewound Oh, it, I missed like, that. <laughs> he's he's cat, because There's so much going on with Black Arachne in the foreground strutting and like getting sh- and shrugging shots off as Cheetor is like shooting her <laughs> i rewound and i only noticed it like the the third time that scorponok is in the back and one of it's either one of Cheetor's shots randomly hit scorponok or because got- <laughs> okay so i'm just watching this now and yeah are you yeah one of <laughs> Cheetor's shot one of Cheetor's uh uh, stormtrooper shots that like completely misses Black Arachnia just like blow- hilariously blows Scorponok back. Because I had nothing better to do, apparently. I analyzed that, and the shot that hits Scorponok is coming from a slightly different angle than the shots that hit Black Arachnia. But then I think, wait a second, nobody else has like a plasma like gun in this battle besides Cheetor and Rat Trap, because Optimus is on the ground, Dinobot has eye lasers and his sword and flippy tail, and Rhinox has his gat. Please, it is a drill rapier, good sir. <laughs> the drill rapier. <laughs> Use its proper name. <laughs> and and I, I again because of weird like I obsessed over this like scene for some reason and I was like, oh, that shot looks like it comes from a different direction than Cheetor's shots. Does that mean that Rat Trap got a sneaky shot off at Scorponok? I'm the only human that has ever noticed that little detail in history, <laughs> and I will forget in, two, in a couple weeks. But thank you for, for listening. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. Yeah, I'm absolutely not wrong. But at least I noticed Scorponok getting shot in the background. <laughs> Which I didn't, and you pointed it out. And now I have watched it for myself, and it, it is... It's, it's funny. It is hilarious. So Cheetor uh, can, is just charging toward Black Arachnia, and she just raises a foot right to his face and kicks him. 
yeah, he goes for like a tackle or who knows what he's going to do, but she just like straight legs like his face and interesting like the the animators are getting really good like chunks of his like headpiece just like fly off he's got like little like accents like above his eyes and like just metallic chunks just fly off as he like runs into black arachnia's like kick yeah uh so he falls to the ground and black arachnia says something to him that i have wondered about since i was 11 years old she leans down and says in her gravelly voice Another time. I had depressing levels of <laughs> journalistic integrity, of, of true <laughs> journalism during the scene. Legitimate, legitimate journalism. I, I rewound, went forward, rewound, went forward, like many, many, many times. And I don't know why, but she says, she leans down and says, another time. And she, she walks away. After stepping on his face. On stepping on his face, yeah. Now, if you're into some interesting stuff, this could be a (laughs) very sexy scene. (laughs) (laughs) Because she just decked this guy. He's, like, barely conscious. And she leans down and, like, whispers another time before, like, like, stepping on his face and walking away. And it's followed her, like, fearlessly, like, strutting towards him. I'm not going to say it did it for me, <laughs> but I'm sure there are people out there that really liked that. that ha- and I'm not saying, not saying Black Arachne is a dominatrix, but if she wanted to be, I'm just saying she now, might be very good at it. Now that you're pointing it out, yes, I, I definitely, I definitely get the, uh, the dominatrix vibes from her. But also remember, as my partner pointed out, adults made this. <laughs> It is not an accident that Tarantulas was a desperate, like, weird creep (laughs) earlier when he programmed her. And it's not an accident when she was, like, strutting, like, walking up to Cheetor. I think this is, like... And it's not an accident that she has big-ass titties. (laughs) It's not an accident that she has big-ass golden titties and that she, like, stepped on his face. I almost expected Cheetor to say, thank you, mommy, as... (laughs) As she walked away. (laughs) Maybe she likes submissive guys that let her walk on them, literally. Uh... Come on, there are adults listening to this. (laughs) No, I... Watch this scene and tell me that I'm wrong. (laughs) I kind of wondered... I've always kind of wondered watching this episode if, like, there was supposed... Like, they were originally planning to explore that there was some history between Black Arachnia and Cheetor. I she hope was it's still, a sexual history. Which, when she was still a Maximal. Oh, uh, that would have been cool. That would... They, they don't go there. Uh, if but, they kept their memories? That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been cool. And, like, I always kind of thought that, like, maybe the writers were kind of planning to go that route, but then ultimately just didn't. Or producers stepped in and they were like, eh, keep relationships out of the kids' show maybe uh, we're speculating here well oh wait yeah yeah never mind never relationships mind. Yeah, do happen they they happen yeah they do yeah i, I ship black arachnia and cheetor <laughs> <laughs> and their interesting um dom sub relationship anyways folks pterosaur is looming over rat trap for some reason presumably yes. like he almost like kind of like 
like he is looming over him because it cuts to to him maybe rat traps accidentally shot scorpionock earlier oh shit but we don't get to Ah, yeah, yeah, I know. I said like I got obsessive about this fight, and he's looming over him, but we don't get to find out why because Dinobot storms up behind him. Um, Pterosaur makes a su- pathetic surprised sound, and he grabs <laughs> him by his gun hand, and you very quietly, if you listen, you hear because this is all happening very fast. You hear Pterosaur mutter, "Oh no!" Right before Dinobot fucking headbutts him. <laughs> He headbutts him, and you just hear, Ugh, and he tosses him aside like a bitch. Like, he just goes and fucking absolutely wrecks Pterosaur. Like, he manhandles him, and I'm like, there's a little something in this episode for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then after that, Dinobot charges toward Rattrap and grabs him by the throat and says... Like I some- said, a little something for everyone. <laughs> and says, like, something along the lines of... I awaited that- this meeting, traitor. Yeah. Oh, prepare... And he raises a fist, his, like, raptor foot fist, and says, prepare to terminate. <laughs> prepare for justice, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I found that line interesting. <laughs> prepare to terminate. Because I think this is the second time Rat Trap has been told that. <laughs> To, to make preparations for his demise. <laughs> and like you said earlier, you're like, how does one prepare in the heat of the moment for that? <laughs> Clench. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Dinobot gets pulled away as his head is grabbed by Megatron's T-Rex arm. Hand. Thingy. He- head? Head hand? Yes. Lots of, te- lots of teeth. T-Rex head. Which in his robot form is his right hand. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. He's he's holding Dinobot like right by the head and lifting him off the ground. So now Dinobot's getting manhandled and he's just like hanging there helplessly. Yeah. And Megatron is like and now he says something along the lines of time for the final test, Maximal. Yes. Predacon hero or Maximal spy. Sure. Destroy the traitor Dinobot. And it shows Dinobot kind of angrily and helplessly grimacing in the clutches of Megatron, and Rattrap hesitantly aims his gun, and Megatron, it zooms in on Megatron, and he's grimacing as well. And Pterosaur, out of nowhere, he's because like, apparently he's not knocked out, he comes out of nowhere and he's like, he is my lieutenant! Destroy him! And he kind of like stomps like an angry child. <laughs> I command you! And Rattrap, as if he basically gives the same order that megatron does he just wants to feel in charge and And yes that that is exactly what happens and so rat trap is like kind of just does the whole like looking back and forth at the two of them and then he decides to shoot pterosaur in the head and blows his head off and then dinobot but before before that ladies and gentlemen this is a kid's show, and what Christopher said is, he shoots, point blank, he shoots Pterosaur, <laughs> and he blows his fucking head right <laughs> off. <laughs> Figuratively, his head goes flying, and he stumbles backwards and doesn't move. Yes, this is not figurative. <laughs> this is literal. He blows his fucking head off. I I was like, holy sh- shit. Like, they amped up the violence on this show. And, like... Pterosaur's head straight up has, like, wire... Like, his neck, his severed neck, has, like, wires sticking out of it and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's like, wow. (laughs) 
Yeah, and you can hear him his head screaming as like his head flies off. Yeah. But it's great. So yeah, sorry, go ahead. So Dinobot. Dinobot takes this as a cue to like elbow Megatron he, in the he chest. Kicks. He no, um to get out of his grasp, he leans back. He 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 kicks Megatron's knee. Oh. And Megatron falls a bit and that's how he escapes his grasp. Like he does a little like maneuver with his like foot and he like inverts his knee. And that's when he turns around and he like, sorry, he turns around now that he's on the ground and he just punches him right in the head. And then he goes for the triple combo. He like karate knees him in the chest. Yeah. And Rat Trap is covering his eyes for some reason. And when he peers through his fingers, he moves his hand and then smiles seeing the Dinobot (laughs) like got out and did this. And then Megatron spits out a tooth. Oh yeah, his like, he like groans and he spits out a tooth. He's got these like little like digitized, like metal, or not digitized, like lines almost signifying teeth. I think he's the only one. (laughs) He he spits out a tooth, groans, and falls over. And he spits out a tooth and groans and falls over. Before we finish the, the episode, Dinobot fucking wrecks Pterosaur and Megatron in this scene. Yeah. Like, he is so dangerous. Like, he doesn't even need a gun. He's got his, like... And he didn't even need his sword, apparently, either. He's got Kung Fu and his eye lasers. He, That's why he doesn't even need a gun. He's He's got everything. I now see, after, like, we're, what, like, seven episodes in? After several direct hand-to-hand confrontations between... Uh, Dinobot and Megatron, I now see why Megatron needed Scorponok and his cross-country missiles in the first episode. Because oh, he, can, he, he, he can't he, take him. He can't take Dinobot hand-to-hand. <laughs> no, it, from a medium to long distance, he could, like, T-Rex purple laser Yeah, him. But, like, close quarters, especially if Dinobot has his drill rapier and his whirly tail... Which has done nothing the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he doesn't even need those things. He can he he's he's like a master like triple black belt like MMA champion. He can kick anybody's butt, he especially is, Megatron's. He is quite the brute force hand to hand fighter. Yeah. Uh, so Optimus, seeing that this is happening, he yells out, "Now get Rat Trap out of there!" And Rhinox kind of clasps his hands together like he's praying for a second <laughs> and transforms in his into his rhinoceros form. He doesn't say maximize. He charges, and, and then he charges, and it shows a scene of Scorponok and Waspinator standing there doing nothing. <laughs> and and they're kind of like Waspinator's like claws are chittering in like fear. And Scorponok, sorry, um, Rhinox just charges through them. Like he's hitting bowling pins, yeah. <laughs> they just they just fly off. I find that funny that Waspinator is not in the sky during this battle, considering he's a flyer, <laughs> and that's his only advantage. In combat. Yeah. <sighs> but it... he's just gotten his butt kicked by Rhinox in this battle twice now, and yeah. So the the fl- those guys go flying. He continues his rampage, um, hitting Megatron and knocking him aside. And he yells, let's go! And Rat Trap jumps on his back. And then uh, it shows Dinobot running closely behind them. And yes. Optimus puts his hands up and he yells, mission accomplished! Return to base! And it shows all the Maximals uh, running off. Just, like, hilariously, just, like, legging it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, curious. 
maybe it's the first time I've noticed it. Cheap or like tin plastic, like cheap tin or plastic sounds are heard for some reason. Like someone tapping a plastic lid on a Folgers coffee can for sound effects of them running away. It just sounds like ding, 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 ding. Like, like somebody like tapping like a plastic lid as they're running away. And I'm like, so, huh. yeah. So I noticed that earlier when I was watching the episode. Yeah. And <laughs> I honestly, like at first I was like, what the hell is that sound? And like, I have a fairly decent speaker system in my house. So I was like, is that just like someone clanging something outside? <laughs> I rewound it twice and re rewinded or rewound. I don't know. Rewinded it twice. And I was like, is that the sound they're using for them running away? <laughs> Sounds like somebody like in the distance, like banging a pod, right? Someone, in, someone, someone in the sound editing department was, uh, you know, facing a deadline. So they had to cut some corners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just smack the table a few times. Good enough. Yeah. Uh, so... Only two people in the year 2020 are going to notice. So... <laughs> so Corner cut successfully. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> oh, we don't jump back to the base. It shows the Predacons, doesn't it? Yeah, the Predacons who are all, like, scorched, mangled, fucked up. Pterosaur. Oh, they hobble. They, Pterosaur. like, hobble back into a circle. Pterosaur is decapitated. Oh, and... this is weird. You're right. Pterosaur is decapitated, but he's like moving and he's stumbling on the ground as if to like pick up his head. Yeah. And Megatron is all like, and so ends the glorious reign of Pterosaur. <laughs> now, which of your glorious victors, uh, which of you glorious victors would still follow this fool's yeah. lead? Yeah, he's like, a lost battle, a missing black arachnia, and who knows what damage inflicted by the Maximal Spy. Oh, good memory, yeah. He says, yeah, a lost battle, a missing black arachnia, and who knows what damage inflicted by the Maximal Spy. Which implies that after the battle, she just kind of fucked off. Yeah, when she said, another time. She just, like, stepped on his, on Cheetor's head and, like, Peaced out. Hmm, curious. Seems like she's kind of out for herself already. Good, good. Or maybe she's a free spirit like Tigatron. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Oh, Pterosaur's head? Yeah, so then he says, now which of you glorious victors would still follow this fool's lead? And they all step and back. Scorponok immediately steps back, and now Pterosaur's head is like on somehow. And he looks around, and the others step back, too. He he puts it on back onto his uh yeah, He fumbles around, and he puts it on, <laughs> it on himself. And they look around, and everybody steps back. And then Pterosaur's head comically falls back off, because it's obvious. Oh, um, before his head falls off, he kind of, like, puts up his hands and kind of goes, <laughs> and, like, like, kind of playfully kind of, like, laughs and puts his hands up and in case, because Megatron's looming over him. And he's kind of just like, oh, it's just a harmless, y you know me. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. And who, well, who's he, who's the Autobot um, version well, of Pterosaur? Um, the Decepticon. Uh, yeah, sorry, the Decepticon. Like Starscream, he's kind of all just like, hey, yeah, I, you know, I, I had to try, kind of like, like putting his hands up. And then his head comically falls off. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and, and like, says, oh, my aching head. Yeah. And like in all of these episodes, like all of the episodes that we've seen so far where Terrasaur has been all like, oh, we can overthrow Megatron and take over the Predacons or like Megatron is obsolete. I am your yeah. newly. That's that's very Starscream shit. Yeah, yeah, and like Starscream, he's just a lovable scamp that Megatron like smacks around and forgives, and then falls back in line. So yeah, well, um, Megatron was ranting at Pterosaur about how much he fucked up. Pterosaur's head falls back off of his body and lands on the ground, and he's all like, "Oh my aching head." <laughs> and then yep, we so and then we their cut heads can operate independently or sorry their heads can operate just fine not attached to their body yeah or at least pterosaurs can so we cut back to the to an exterior shot of the axelon but we meet on which is a very unusual thing we immediately have like action music the like like the the battle music because it shows dinobot spinning his whirlabird tail <laughs> inside the maximal base at which is barely at enough rat room trap. for yeah at rat trap and rat trap's kind of like backing away like holding up his hands like eh, no is he stopped by optimus he is stopped by optimus and and dinobots just like oh yes i i will destroy the traitor and optimus is like no allow me to congratulate him yeah what a setup no allow me and, like, everyone kind of looks at each other nervously to congratulate him. And he walks over like somebody giving um, an employee of the month award. <laughs> and, like, shake, doesn't he shake his hand? And, like, kind of, they both kind of, like, turn and smile. And Dinobot <laughs> makes a hilarious face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, like, turn and, like, smile and they're confused. And, yeah, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> Basically. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and they kind of <laughs> to wrap things up they, they kind of explain oh blah 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 he was like working with us like the whole time and i think it's rhinox that's like why didn't you tell us we had to keep his cover safe but you didn't have to make it so believable and rat oh, and he it, rubs his shoulder rat trap is all like hey what can i say i was trying to miss <laughs> that's right and then it turns to like optimus and he's like kind of makes like a face <laughs> Yeah, and then it cuts back to Rat Trap, and it ends with him like pointing and going "eh," like the fawns. <laughs> so and everything worked out after all. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast recording, this is to date my favorite episode of Beast Wars. This is the most we've talked about an episode with, apart from going off topic or whatever, just because like there's so many interesting scenes. This. Like, we this is going to be our longest episode by a long shot. Like even it with is very interesting, yeah. Like like even with editing, this episode's probably gonna be at least like two 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 to two and a half hours. Yeah, and we've stayed on topic for this one. For the most part. I would part, argue yeah. probably better than most episodes. Uh, and there's just so much to it. At least compared to the last few weeks, anyway. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, so with that note, uh, we, at this point, uh, have been recording for over three and a half hours, so I'm ready to call it a night. How about you? It's it's time to go. I've been NeoCal. Uh, I have been Christopher Siege. If you would like to send us an email, please do so at too much energon at outlook.com. Like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash too much energon. Buy Christopher his uh, Japanese Beast Wars figurines on his Amazon wish list. Buy me my Black Arachnia love pillow that is on <laughs> my J list. <laughs> With your, J- your J.O. list? <laughs> yes, that exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, be sure to subscribe to us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere. Uh, if we- you Google too much Energon podcast, it's pretty hard to not find us. We will be back next week with the eighth episode in production order, Power Surge power surge which was the sixth episode in u.s broadcast order i have been christopher siege and i'm neo cal and until next time beast mode beast mode beast mode